Hey there, Bill. Gearing up for a great Thursday in Atlanta, I hope. With a high of 66 and a clear sky this morning, it sounds like a perfect day to catch up on the latest news. Absolutely, Steve. And speaking of catching up, let's dive into today's top stories. First off, Apple is stepping into the sports arena with its new Apple Sports app. DR Barton from Woodshaw Financial Group weighs in on what this could mean for investors as Apple targets sports enthusiasts with real-time scores and data. I'm Steve Onsker. And I'm Jonathan Martin. You're listening to The Daily Rundown from PocketPod News. In tech news, Google launches Gemma, a new family of AI models aimed at improving generative AI tasks while focusing on smaller, more efficient models for developers and researchers alike. And over in the stock market, Amazon.com Inc. is making headlines as it's set to join the Dow Jones Industrial Average, replacing Walgreens Boots Alliance Inc., marking another milestone in the evolving American economy. Changes are happening fast in tech and business. Bill, stay with us for all the details you need to start your day right here in Atlanta or wherever your day takes you. This message is brought to you by PocketPod. Say goodbye to one-size-fits-all podcasts and hello to a fully personalized listening experience with AI-crafted podcast made just for you. Head over to PocketPod.app to join the waitlist. This week, Apple made a play that's bound to score big with sports fans everywhere. Right, they've just launched the Apple Sports app, a one-stop hub for everything sports-related. From real-time scores and in-depth team data across multiple leagues, it seems like they've thought of everything a sports enthusiast could want. And it's not just about keeping tabs on scores. The app promises a deep dive into stats, betting odds, and even integrates with streaming services for live game action. PocketPod News Technology correspondent Brandon Zwick has been exploring what this launch means for Apple and the broader tech landscape. Absolutely, Jonathan. The introduction of the Apple Sports app is a bold move by Apple, showcasing their commitment to integrating sports into their ecosystem. This app isn't just about providing scores. It's about creating a comprehensive sports experience for users. Launched this Wednesday in the U.S., U.K., and Canada, it's designed for iOS 17.2 or later, making it accessible to a vast majority of iPhone users in these regions. That sounds like a significant development. Can you dive deeper into what features set this app apart? Sure thing. For starters, the app offers real-time scores and data across multiple leagues, including detailed play-by-play stats and betting odds, which is a big draw for enthusiasts who want to follow every aspect of the game closely. What makes it stand out is its emphasis on personalization and user-friendly navigation. Users can mark their favorite teams and leagues, tailoring the experience to their interests. And regarding the leagues it supports and its integration with streaming services? Initially, the app covers a range of leagues, including Major League Soccer, MLS, Bundesliga, and NBA, with plans to add MLB and NFL, among others. This wide array underscores Apple's ambition to cater to diverse sports interests globally. Moreover, its integration with streaming services like Apple TV for live viewing enhances the user experience by providing seamless access to live games. With such an expansive approach, What's driving Apple towards focusing more on sports content? Beyond just launching an app, this initiative is part of Apple's larger strategy that includes exclusive deals such as MLS Season Pass on Apple TV+. It indicates substantial investment in sports content, which reflects an integrated approach combining technology with content to enhance user engagement and expand business opportunities within sports media. Interesting. Amidst these developments, there's news of Warren Buffett's Berkshire Hathaway, 
selling shares in Apple? Yes, that's correct. Despite these innovative launches by Apple, Berkshire Hathaway has offloaded some of its shares in the tech giant. It's a move that's garnered attention given Buffett's reputation for strategic investments. And how does this tie into D.R. Barton's analysis from Woodshaw Financial Group? Dr. Barton provided insights focusing on top tech stocks, including Apple's financial performance amidst market openings. His analysis offers perspectives on how initiatives like the sports app could impact investor sentiment towards tech stocks generally and Apple specifically. Wrapping up then, Brandon, what does all this mean for Apple and its stakeholders? The launch of the Apple Sports app represents a significant step forward in how technology companies are engaging with sports content and fans' digital consumption habits. By offering real-time data analytics within an easily navigable interface integrated with live streaming, all personalized, it aligns well with contemporary trends towards digital consumption in sports entertainment. This development occurs against a backdrop where significant investors are reassessing their stakes in companies like Apple amidst evolving product portfolios that now ambitiously venture into sports broadcasting technologies. That was PocketPod News technology correspondent Brandon Zwick. Thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me, Jonathan. Tech giant Google is once again pushing the boundaries of artificial intelligence. That's right. They've just unveiled a new series of AI models named Gemma, following their earlier Gemini models. These include Gemma 2B and Gemma 7B, designed for both commercial and research purposes. And while these models are labeled as open, they're not entirely open source. It's an interesting move that sparked some debate about access and customization in the AI community. Exactly. And to help us unpack all of this, including how these models work and what this means for the future of AI development, we're joined by PocketPod News technology correspondent Katie Johnson. Thanks for having me, Steve. Let's dive right into the heart of this exciting development from Google. The introduction of the Gemma models, specifically the Gemma 2B and Gemma 7B, marks a significant stride in Google's AI journey. These models build on the foundation laid by their predecessors, the Gemini models, but they bring something new to the table with their lightweight and dense decoder-only architecture. This design makes them particularly suited for both commercial applications and research purposes. Interesting, Katie. Could you elaborate on what makes these models stand out in terms of their architecture? Absolutely, Steve. The dense decoder-only architecture employed by the Gemma models is noteworthy because it simplifies the model structure without compromising performance. This approach is consistent with Google's previous models like Gemini and Palm, indicating a refinement of strategies that Google believes are most promising. The performance of these models will be benchmarked and shared publicly on Hugging Face's leaderboard, which is something to look out for. I see. Now, there seems to be some confusion around the terms open models versus open source. Could you clarify that for us? Sure thing. While Google describes the Gemma models as open, it's crucial to understand that this doesn't mean they are open source. Instead, open models refers to Google allowing developers and researchers to customize and fine-tune these models according to their specific needs, while still retaining some control over its intellectual property through varying terms of use. It's a nuanced move that strikes a balance between fostering innovation in AI development among the broader community and maintaining proprietary rights. That makes sense. And how can developers start working with these Gemma models? Developers have several avenues to access and integrate with Gemma, including ready-to-use Colab and Kaggle notebooks, which are highly accessible for experimentation and prototyping. 
Furthermore, there are integrations available with platforms like Hugging Face, MaxText, and NVIDIA's Nemo Toolkits, which broadens the scope for application development across various fields. With all these developments, I'm curious about how Google is addressing responsible AI development. That's a pertinent question, Steve. Alongside launching the Gemma series, Google has introduced tools aimed at promoting safer AI applications development. This includes a responsible generative AI toolkit as well as debugging tools designed specifically for developers working in this space. It underscores Google's commitment not just towards advancing AI technology, but also ensuring its ethical deployment. Thanks for breaking all that down for us today. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. That was PocketPod News Technology Correspondent Katie Johnson. Thanks for joining us today. Big changes are coming to two major stock market indices, signaling shifts in the American economy. That's right. Amazon.com Inc. is set to join the Dow Jones Industrial Average, replacing Walgreens Boots Alliance Inc., while Uber Technologies Inc. will take JetBlue Airways Corp.'s spot in the Dow Jones Transportation Average. These changes, effective February 26th, reflect a greater emphasis on consumer retail and ride-sharing industries. PocketPod News business correspondent Jared Holcomb is here to dive deeper into what this means for investors and the economy at large. Jared? Absolutely. Jonathan? The upcoming adjustments to the Dow Jones Industrial Average and Transportation Average are indeed pivotal. Starting with Amazon's inclusion in the DJIA, it's a significant move that reflects the changing landscape of American commerce. By replacing Walgreens Boots Alliance, Inc., this adjustment not only underscores the rise of e-commerce, but also Amazon's dominance in the retail sector. Following Walmart Inc.'s 3-to-1 stock split, Amazon's addition aims to modernize the index's exposure to consumer retail and other business areas, illustrating a broader shift towards digital platforms in the economy. That's fascinating, Jared. Can you talk a bit more about Walgreens' exit from the DJIA and what it signifies? Certainly. Walgreens' departure from the DJIA after Amazon's inclusion is emblematic of a larger economic transition. The shift away from traditional brick-and-mortar establishments towards online platforms is stark. In parallel, shares of Walgreens dropped 3% following the announcement, which could be seen as a market reaction to these evolving economic priorities. And how about Walmart's role in all this? Its stock split seems to have played a part as well? It did indeed. Walmart's announcement of a 3-to-1 stock split last month had indirect but impactful implications for the index composition. Remaining in the DJIA, Walmart's move facilitated room for Amazon by altering some of the index composition criteria, essentially paving the way for this significant update. Shifting gears a bit to transportation, Uber's inclusion in the Dow Jones transportation average is quite telling of where things are headed, isn't it? Exactly right. Uber replacing JetBlue Airways Corp. marks an important recognition of ride-sharing services' growing influence on personal and urban mobility solutions over traditional transportation modes like airlines. This change, scheduled for February 26th, not only highlights shifting industry dynamics but also mirrors changing consumer preferences towards convenience and on-demand services. What does JetBlue's removal signal in this context, especially considering its legal challenges? 
JetBlue's exit from the DJT is multifaceted. The legal challenges it faces, notably its blocked merger with Spirit Airlines and alliance issues with American Airlines, have undoubtedly impacted its weight within financial indices like the DJT. These legal hurdles underscore how corporate strategies and external pressures intersect with market recognition and financial standing. To wrap up, Jared, what would you say these changes tell us about broader economic transformations? These adjustments reflect significant shifts within crucial sectors of the American economy, notably emphasizing e-commerce and ride-sharing over traditional retail and airline services. By incorporating entities like Amazon.com, Inc. into the DJIA and Uber Technologies, Inc. into the DJT effective February 26th. We're witnessing an alignment of market indicators with evolving consumer behaviors and market trends, a clear signal of broader economic transformations underway. Thanks for those insights, Jared. My pleasure, Jonathan. And that's The Daily Rundown for Thursday, February 22nd, 2024. I'm Jonathan Martin. And I'm Steve Onsker. Thank you for listening, Bill. We hope you have a good day, and we will see you tomorrow. This podcast was created by PocketPod entirely with AI. If you'd like to learn more, head over to PocketPod.app.